Oftentimes, many people think that sex and gender have the same meanings and so they can use them interchangeably. But really, sex and gender have two different meanings and they cannot be used to replace each other. Now, sex refers to Oftentimes, many people think that sex and gender have the same meanings and so they can use them interchangeably. But really, sex and gender have two different meanings and they cannot be used to replace each other. Now, sex refers to the biological differences between males and females, such as the genitalia and genetic differences. On the other hand, gender refers to the roles, behaviors, activities, attributes, and opportunities that any society considers appropriate for girls and boys, and women and men. Now, it is a social construct that defines the roles of males and females in a society. For some reason, before I even welcome you people into this episode, I'm angry. Twitter is actually not working. Toripe, I don't have VPN. I don't, I'm not interested in all those things. I don't have the facilities for that. I don't even know how it works. I know it's not complicated, but still, I don't know how it works and I don't want to find out. You guys, Twitter is actually not working. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, I went for a show yesterday by 5 p.m. We planned to talk about something else. We had like a whole contents we had we just started talking about twitter band and you 40 minutes went 15 minutes and we ended the show talking about twitter band and asking people to call in and tell us how it has affected them you people you know that when they <laughs> when they first said the thing here i thought it was a joke i mean everybody thought it was just bands i mean i remember people even saying oh slide into that dm now oh send that picture now oh do this thing now oh do this thing now everybody thought it was a joke because um i'm sorry why would you want to ban twitter why because they deleted a president's tweet so it just didn't make sense to me and i'm pretty sure it didn't make sense to so many other people and that's why it was very easy to laugh about it although i remember in the middle of all those um jokes there were people that were actually saying wait this thing is not funny if the government is able to implement this then we're in deep soup like we're actually in trouble and i mean i don't remember which day it was now that my my twitter actually stopped working and i was thinking wait are you joking? I, I thought it was my network here. So I put up my data. <laughs> hey, God. I put it off, put it on, you know, did so many other things. And it's not network, oh. This thing is actually not working. And then that VPN thing, I don't know how it works. I mean, I know I've heard it's not complicated. They even said there's one way to describe. I don't want to know. I don't care about all those things. Why is it not working normally? <laughs> I can't believe that, um, I mean, it keeps getting worse, right? Everybody knows that, oh, Nigeria is really messed up. Oh, it's this, but it keeps getting worse. Like, it's not getting better. You know, the most unthinkable things, the most strange things, things that you would be like, nah, that's a joke. 
I mean, I think of how other countries must really sit down and look at Nigeria or UAR or whatever the hell they want to call it and think of, I mean, they must really be asking questions like, are these people even real? Like, is this thing fiction? Is it like some, are are these people like, (laughs) are they actually people that are living in such a condition? Where they don't have a voice, where they are just being silenced in every way, because that's the way I see. Because um, and I also mentioned this yesterday when I was saying that um, it feels like they just want to silence everybody. You know, they've seen Twitter, they've seen how we've been able to utilize Twitter. Answers, I mean, started from Twitter and look at what it did, you know, and how global it went and all of that. So they've seen that okay. These people, I mean, okay, they have freedom of speech, they've got this, they've got that. Now, on social media again, they are able to annex that, they are able to use their tweets to maybe start a change, start a movement, start a... So it's not just about, the way I see it, it's not just about that tweet that they deleted, it's deeper than that. And they are really just trying to silence every single Nigerian. And it's sad. I mean, I remember yesterday when we were done with the show and we were just still talking about it. I remember when all of us just said, see, talk, talking about Nigeria is really tiring. Because you just end with, oh, whoa, man. You know, you just have all these comments in between that just show that you are really um, frustrated. Like, genuinely frustrated, you know. <laughs> but I really, I don't know. Twitter ban is crazy. I still wake up and I feel like, yo, what's going on? Is a part of me missing <laughs> or what? But anyway, in the middle of that, I've seen a new um, series, just one season, which I believe, I feel like you can't just stop. You can't just stop there. It has to like go on. Little Fires Everywhere, that's the name of the series. And um, I love the script writing. I, oh my god, I'm so big on script writing. Whenever I see a good movie, or even if it's a series or a documentary, I want to know the brain behind it, you know. I love, I mean, of course, it's because the characters are able to bring to life whatever it is that has been put on paper. That's why you can even appreciate it. But still, the first product is that paper. And the person that did that did magic. So I'm always concerned and I always want to carry out research on writers you know of um particular movies or series i mean i remember talking about behind the eyes in one particular episode and now again there's little fires everywhere i loved how the events were unfolding you know the script writing was top-notch you can't really tell what's going to happen events were just interwoven it was just really beautiful and i feel like maybe because that's what i live for again <laughs> or that's what i'm studying again i mean it's just it was just mad. So if you haven't seen Little Fires Everywhere, you know what to do. Try to see it. And violence. Violence. Tiwa Savage and Shay Shay. Hey, my God. Me, I was just waiting for that slap to happen. See, when you want to fight, let me tell you something. Fight that fight. I think I get me now. Fight the fight. Let's know that. Yes. Everybody's let everybody move mad. Don't just be saying, eh, you are a Kenican, bitch. Aunties, how about you raise a little finger? <laughs> I'm joking. And I'm, at the same time, I'm not joking. I mean, Tiwa Savage and she, she the beef is not from now. It's, it's a long time coming. They've been having rough, <laughs> rough times in between. And um, unfortunately, they just happen to be in the same environment and something just happened again and you know i'm sure almost everybody has seen the video if you haven't check it out on tundi edmonds page on instagram but yeah and then 
I, I didn't listen to the full audio, but I know she, she has given her own, I mean, they interviewed her, I think Post Nigeria interviewed her, and she was saying some things, I really don't even know, you know, I mean, there's always beef, there's beef everywhere, there's beef everywhere, entertainment industry, there's beef in church, there's beef in ev- everywhere, everywhere, any beef you are, once you put human beings together, fight good go sub that one we know it but i feel like in that entertainment industry and the fake love oh my god <laughs> i feel like they are surrounded by fake love and you know they all just try to smile through it but at the end of the day we go alamaja breakfast really what i want to talk about today is um is um something that is really important that many people do not exactly like to talk about or they don't like to admit or they feel or they, they like to sideline it and just push it to the side when really it's, it's supposed to be at the center because this thing is like facing everybody and that's about our sexual and reproductive health i remember i um my are you i think it was are you really work episode i didn't really go into it but today i'm going to try as much as possible to just touch on a few things yeah so the first thing I want to talk about basically is um, the importance of having youth-friendly sexual reproductive health services around you, okay? And um, funny enough, some people don't even know what that means. Basically, these are clinics that are, you know, maybe this, maybe that are, not even maybe, okay. These are clinics that are designed to deliver a comprehensive range of sexual reproductive health services in ways that are responsive to actual needs you know vulnerabilities desires of young people while also addressing barriers that are faced by these people in accessing these services i mean look around you in the battle for instance or let me say in ife i don't really know if i see youth friendly services around me okay and this should be ideally this service should be accessible to all adolescents and young people, regardless of their age, of their marital status, HIV status, sexual orientation, gender identity. It doesn't matter your geographical location, your ability to pay. All of these things shouldn't matter because youth-friendly services should be accessible to everybody. Laura Okonsha, <laughs> everything that I've been saying since, you know. Importantly, they should be confidential, non-judgmental, and private. And that's an issue we have in Nigeria. You know, I have had my experience with that. You meet with a medical personnel or you visit a youth-friendly um, service in quotes. It's not friendly. <laughs> because in reality, it's actually not friendly. And then you're, you're, you're being asked questions that really don't concern them. It's my health. It's me. It's my body. If I'm if I'm asking you for something, just give it to me. You know, don't make it so hard. So we have several barriers um, that are facing the effectiveness of these um, sexual reproductive health services, and these are laws. For instance, you you could be asked to bring parental or partner consent. You could be you know you don't have the privacy and confidentiality. That's another barrier, like I mentioned earlier. There's also discrimination which i'm still going to move into by religious leaders by the society by your parents even you know these are real things that affect people from coming out and from you know getting proper proper health services or proper sexual health services basically now importantly the most important barrier that i feel like i've noticed is even the individual <laughs> so to speak i remember my are you really woke episode and that was like that was a question because i mean obviously everybody feels like yo i'm woke i know what's happening but when it actually 
comes to your body your body parts and um how to how to treat it when especially when it comes to when you get to the stage where you start having sex or you start doing this you start doing that they actually don't know what to do in reality i mean i've read on so i have so many case studies and usually the girls are the victims i mean of course because hello that's that's on you (laughs) you know so most times it's actually the individual and that's the major reason why i'm putting this out why i'm putting any sexual health um content out for, for that matter that's just because there's this um incorrect knowledge or incomplete knowledge that people have towards their bodies they don't really know they have most times it's just myths you know you just hear, hear that oh this is um what what will happen if you do this and meanwhile professionally or medically that's wrong it's not even right but people don't even get to know these things right so now having said that i feel like another thing that's important for us to talk about um minus myths and um misconceptions around contraceptives or you know just having this lack of access to information about srh services and where to seek assistance we should also talk about certain perceptions that we we everybody including myself that we all have towards sexual and um, reproductive health okay so now to begin with many people feel like oh they're afraid of side effects so when it comes to a girl that wants to take a contraceptive or a woman that wants to take a contraceptive she's probably thinking how is this thing going to affect my body i'm thinking of the aftermath of this thing now for instance in 2018 the World Health Organization, WHO, found that family planning actually reinforces people's rights, you know, to be able to determine the number and spacing of their children, which actually prevents deaths and, um, you know, um, provides protection against pregnancy and sexually transmitted infections. So to a very large extent, what we're saying is family planning is very effective. However, <laughs> people still base their decisions on weight should i use family planning should i not use it on and it's, it's based on the fear that they have of the possible dangers that are associated with this um with this family planning that's because they're afraid that it would cause health complications such as irregular menstrual periods excessive bleeding or this or that okay that's the type of perception towards sexual reproductive health which of course family planning comes under but another thing is oh my god this one is her religious beliefs now of course i'm talking from a professional standpoint and um, my religious beliefs or my cultural beliefs or whatever don't um don't have a ground here because this is professionally right so it has been noted that religious beliefs are a big and huge barrier to effective SRH service utilization, you guys. And I mean, okay, let's Islam, for instance, regards abortion as wrong and haram. Haram means forbidden. Now, in Christianity, <laughs> believers are asked to be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth, subdue it, do all of that. Which also implies that if you are going to have sex, then that means you should be ready to be fruitful and multiply. That is, 
you should be ready to have seeds or have children <laughs> basically now religious teachings and beliefs like this have influenced how individuals particularly young adults perceive and react towards sex education and family planning services now i'm sure that everybody has been in uncomfortable situations this is what i mean it doesn't even need to be with people that are older than you even as young people sometimes when the topic sex comes up you just become uncomfortable and everybody just wondering wait why why are we why is it weird and then you have weird silences and nobody's really saying no nobody's really calling it sex or nobody's really calling it condom or nobody's really i mean let me give you people oh my god i just remembered this so my my dad is a pharmacist and um growing up yeah i used to be so interested in selling drugs you know so exci- i mean i was really invested in it so i remember one day a particular guy walked into the pharmacy and um this guy is not even a he's not even a small person this is like a proper adult not even a young adult this is like a full-grown adult right he walked into the pharmacy and he said hi i want to buy cd the minute he says cd tell me sharp gun you know i've been sharp from a very young age the moment he says cd i knew he was talking about a condom but then i played dumb because he was playing dumb too so i said cd Excuse me, sir, you walked into a pharmacy. We don't sell CD. I mean, that time, I feel like we even, they still used to sell this same um, normal, like, CD, actual compact disc. <laughs> but then I was, I mean, so I was like, we don't sell CD here now. You walked into a pharmacy. Do you see? And then the guy's like, no, CD, CD. And he was trying to point, because condoms were actually arranged behind me. So I knew it was pointing, but I wasn't looking behind me, because I was just looking at him. So I said, excuse me, sir, we don't sell CD. And then I took my face away. And then the guy said, I want to buy gold circle i remember that's what he said so i was like oh you want to buy a condom <laughs> i will never forget that day i'm so sure because i mean i've even told the story times without number but something like that i mean why is it so hard to pronounce all these things that's because of religious beliefs that's because of um um cultural beliefs cultural norms and this and that i mean i had so many experiences there was this other time that two girls walked in with their mom adults too you know or maybe young adults now they walked in with their mom their mom came to buy some other drugs so she was at the counter talking with the pharmacist and then they wanted to get the girls wanted to get potion too so they were trying to code it you know and then they were trying to i was i was that time i wasn't at the dispensary i was actually where the cashier usually sits and then they were trying to quit it and say that i should tell the person to bring personal to behind the back and it was just all complicated but you know because of the love of god we did what we had to do and sold it to them without their mom knowing but these are actual things that nobody really gets to talk about and the idea is that um religious beliefs great cultural norms perfect all of these things even in their attempts to stop um, the spread of maybe unprotected sex or sex before marriage or abortion or all of these things if you look at it it's actually not even stopping it so to speak right it increases the curiosity that these people have that a typical young adult or a typical teenager grows up is not exposed to sex education or anything gets into the university or even it just gets exposed to social media they start seeing so many things they start asking so many questions like in i mean asking questions within themselves so nobody said they will come ask you <laughs> even and then it just increases curiosity and at the end of the day it's just i want to explore i want to do this so at the end of the day if we even think about it i don't really know how valid 
all of these things are but anyway like i said we're still talking from a professional standpoint and that's the same thing that goes for cultural norms and social values there's a stigma that comes in the society or an embarrassment when you are using sexual health services or if you're seeking information you know there's no um society basically focuses on negative impacts of sex education and not the positive impacts that oh maybe this will actually get exposed okay maybe they'll actually know what to do and what not to do and where to go and what not to go and what to take and what not to take you know nobody's really exposed to all of these things that's why i always say that if you grew up in a home where your parents nigerian parents of course now because i'm talking about our own culture where they actually grew up to give you sex education then you don't know what god has done for you to be very honest because how where do you want to see that you know um like i said okay for instance the little fires everywhere that i saw i mean Obviously, when you watch America film, I'm sure many of us used to wonder that always, where did these children come from? So there was, I mean, in, in Little Fires Everywhere, I don't remember which episode it was, but um, Pearl was able to tell her mom, Mia, that she had sex with Trip. And when she said it, her mom was just wondering, Trip, not Moody. Like, she was even giving her the option of, uh, why was it not the other guy? <laughs> why was it this one? And this person I'm talking about in the film, and even in real life, she's going to be like 16 which means she's still a minor, <laughs> you know, but that's the difference between culture, and that's how we, like, I, there are so many questions of, okay, so is it okay in another culture, and is wrong in my own culture, like, based on what, give me the facts, but that's not even, those things are not even, I don't know, but there's a um, whole organization that is committed to this cause, and that is why I'm actually putting this out here, because I, I think I've mentioned already that I work with um, ACL's initiative, and they're basically concerned with the promotion of youth-friendly services among young adults across states in Nigeria. And that's like the goal, just to make people know, give people um, facts, let them know what they actually should do, where to go when they need um, sexual health services because they would need it because like i said abortion abortion rates are not even decreasing yo they are increasing day by day so what are we let's just let's allow it let's 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 allow people actually get into professional hands such that it's even safe so you don't go to quack doctors and then you don't end up messing up your body system and doing so many other things you know there are so many so many things to talk about really but um i'm going to end with this this um if you need not not even if you need um, a youth-friendly service at the moment but if you just want to satisfy your curiosity and you know get to know about so many things you can visit www.tombe.org now tombe is spelled t-o-m-b-e-y tombe.org o-r-o-g visit www.tombe.org and you know that's the website that was um channeled by AC Health Initiative and it has all the sexual health information that you could need and you know maybe the state you are in if you need a service there's also you know everything is there basically so you can check that out and if you also need something you can hit me up on Instagram at the or enemy on or WhatsApp <laughs> you guys know on Instagram at the or enemy I mean if Twitter was open to at the or enemy but it's not at the moment but that's basically what I really wanted to do today. That's what I wanted to shall I hear about today. 
the importance of having um, quality sexual health information around you so that you can also help other people and you will not all just be talking from a um a blind point of view you know <laughs> so yeah i really hope that you enjoyed this and you were not bored i really hope that i was able to you know grab your attention and i really hope again i'm just hoping <laughs> that you will visit that website because it's actually pretty interesting i know people that have visited it and they were like oh this is so nice this is so nice so yeah check it out and watch out for the next season of the Shalai podcast with our enemy. You know the vibes, you know the vibes. You know the freaking vibes. <laughs> Bye.